So they sat in the cave, the cave. and ate bubblegum pie. Yum, Albie. me my mum says I shouldn't go off with people I don't know I was walking to the mall and I had a make a poop this is a poop song this is a poop song we pooped at the mall today we and welcome to earbuds and earworms I'm Amy Fluffaloo's Shepherd <laughs> and this is Mitchell Manley eternally juvenile ah yeah, I was trying to be eternally juvenile, but yeah, which is silly, fluffy. silly words. Yeah, I mean yeah, that's yeah. fine. It counts. Yeah. It's a, just you know, some make up some nonsense. I think right, yeah, that work. works. Like um, claw, claw your man. Claw your man. Yeah, my child has made up something called claw your man. Interesting. But I was like, so is he a lawyer? And she was like, no. He's and a lawyer so, with claws. And so I wrote out how she spelled it, mm-hmm. which was claw your man. And I just wrote, I uh, just wiped the C off, and she's like, lawyer man? I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, so is it like a lawyer with claws? And she's like, no, it's just superhero. I was like, just claw your man. Come on. I Maybe made she's this just whole- a radical feminist, and she's like, you must claw your man and put your talons um, into his face. I mean, I did teach her to say, fight the patriarchy. Hell yeah. <laughs> so uh, hopefully she takes that into her future and really, you know, fights the patriarchy. Right. It's the goal. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm a goofball. This week's theme is uh, alternative children's songs. Yeah, buddy Brandon Beard uh, submitted this one. He's like, you know, not really Smashing Pumpkins covering the Barney song or anything, but I think he said like songs that may be written, they may not be explicitly written for children, but are like childlike enough that they could could be children's songs or songs that are written to be kids' songs but might be kind of weird or unusual or on the outer spectrum of of what you might hear as normal kids songs yeah and seeing as i spent a lot of my child's childhood like avoiding kids cds like the plague like she's really she's got a like a very good grasp of Katy perry and lady gaga until i realized like how lewd the fame kind of is and i didn't want her to sing like you know love stick yeah some of that gets a little iffy i think yeah so i was like mm, now that she like comprehends the words and sure like, yeah now I'm like, let's move on to something let's go with something a little more chill like lo-fi hip-hop yeah that yeah, works it totally works what did you bring this week so i'm gonna start us off with they might be giants dr worm Good morning, how are you? I'm Dr. Worm. I'm interested in things. I'm not a real doctor, but I am a real worm. I am an actual worm. I live like a worm and I like to play the drums. I think I'm getting good, but I can handle criticism. I'll show you what I know. Tell me if you think I'm getting better on the drums. I'm not a real 
So, yeah, no surprise here. Y'all knew they might be Giants was going to be making an appearance one way or another. And we got some choice picks from the ear buddies. But I've had this song stuck in my head all week. And since I'm going to cede the final song this week to Brandon, since it was his theme, I'm going to steal back a little thunder and make sure this song made the podcast. I've, just, I've talked about hearing other They Might Be Giant songs on cartoons as a kid, especially hearing Particle Man and Istanbul, not Constantinople, on Tiny Toons. And this song was actually used on another Nickelodeon show called Kablam, if you remember that. Uh, and they made this really neat like an animated video. Uh, it's like animated and real footage or whatever kind of combined uh and yeah it was really cool and it doesn't get much cuter than the imagery of this like tiny worm and he's learning to play the drums and dreaming of being in a band and people calling him by his cool new stage name dr worm it's just neat how they give this little worm so much personality in such a short song you know he's this humble worm with lots of ambition and he plays the drums and he thinks he's getting pretty good but he can also handle criticism and he just wants to show you what he knows he's just like so stoked on being a rock star that kind of rubs off on the list listener and, and leaves you feeling a little more ambitious you know if dr worm can chase his dreams so can you dr who dr worm <laughs> sorry um dr who doc i'm sorry i couldn't help it right so do, do you like they might be giants? man they're all right i reckon <laughs> i guess maybe uh, i can't tell um there's this sound like vocally of a train horn yeah it's made. like kind of a high harmony yeah. underneath everything and i really like it because you know it does remind me of the velvet underground like little sure. tone that they toss under things um this is an encouraging song and i'm proud of dr worm for being an actual worm not a real doctor and getting better at drums i do think he is getting better yeah me too i, 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 I a like great to, job dr worm like i'm listening to the song and i'm thinking that he is uh you know, playing the drums. Right, yeah, exactly. That's what you think. And I, I kind of want to, like, understand how he's doing it because he can't see. Right, he can't. So, yeah, he doesn't have real eyes, and he also doesn't have real arms with which to hold sticks, but... Well, I mean, he's we, What he does have is imagination and ambition. Yes. And that's and, what it really takes. And, like, go-gettedness. Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I did ask the expert child in this house yeah um on every single song. yeah i think this is a great idea by the way <laughs> so i asked her i made her listen to all the songs and her take is and this was after she started dancing around to this and there was some flossing oh, snap i know interesting so interesting a nice one word <laughs> yeah yeah she, she's very concise i appreciate that I, yeah i was like trying to like get her to say more about each song you're but gonna you, as long as you got the flossing and the dancing that's that's what is meaningful yeah. to me i so. will say this is the only song she flossed to. nice i brought veggie tales i love my lips on the day i got my tooth i had to give my great aunt ruth she had a beard and it felt weird my my she had a beard and it felt weird she had a beard oh ten days after i turned eight got my lips stuck in a gate my friends all laughed and I just stood there until the fire department came and broke the lock with the crowbar and I had to spend the next six weeks in lip rehab with this kid named Oscar who got stung by a bee right on the lip and we couldn't even talk to each other until the fifth week because both of our lips were so swollen and when he did start speaking, he just spoke Polish and I only knew like three words in Polish except now I know four because Oscar taught me the word for lip. Usta. Your friends all laughed. Usta. How do you spell that? I don't know. So what you're saying is that when you were young... They turned blue, what could I do? She had a beard and it felt weird. My friends all laughed. Whoop-da! I'm confused. I love my lips. There's just something not quite right about this, and somehow VeggieTales and striving to be wholesome and funny went right around to kind of creepy. A little bit. A little one. creepy. It's a 
very traditional song building and it's like boring structurally and falls and follows in many of the ways that summer camp songs are constructed. Something about talking about lips just ekes me out and not much really ekes me out generally. Christian music, seriously, they try to be like so wholesome and stuff and right. sometimes they just, they, they reach really hard and then it gets just straight up weird. Rue's take on this, funny and good. It's the best one. Just for context, this was the last one I played. So, right, so of yeah. course, yeah. She's I'd, right before that. She said, "How many more are there?" Yeah, so you <laughs> so, primed your child. And yeah, then she rewarded you by saying that this was the best one. Yeah, I did I say it was did. my song. So. Right, of course. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even really care that Veggie Tales is about some Jesus. You know, there's there's a lot of really cute songs that don't directly re- reference the religious stuff and are just fun and cutesy and goofy songs for kids. I'm also fully aware that I'm able to enjoy this more because of the fact that like Veggie Tales wasn't really forced on me as a kid. I stumbled upon it as a cultural reference a little later on in life. So it's much easier for me to appreciate the non-religious silly songs outside of the otherwise religious framework that the show operated under. Uh, This is definitely in the category of songs that are actually intended for kids, but it does have just enough underlying weirdness to appeal to open-minded adults. Mm -hmm. Although... Yeah, the the weirdness is a little bit of a, a creepy weirdness in this one, but yeah. If you heard, I remember his cheeseburger. Do you remember that song? Uh, yes, I my cheeseburger. <laughs> that one's my favorite. Really? Yeah, it's so very catchy. I believe that was also another silly songs with Larry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like all the great songs are silly songs. With yeah, Larry. you're right. Because I believe we had the VHS as uh, "God is with you in the dark" or something. Sure. Don't be afraid of the dark or something. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I. I had to watch yeah, a lot that's of VeggieTales. So, you know, it it really holds up better under VHS. Sure, Those, I that, that CGI does not... Don't yeah. go high def on that. Whoopsies. It's bad. Everybody selections. I think we went a little more than we normally do. Yeah, we got quite a few really good ones. And I know we had a couple people that you know, we've included on the show in the last week or two, but they submitted just some really good ones that I wanted to make sure got on. So, I think we have a couple extras this week, which is fun. I think that also what... Um, what we found out is let alone do you love harmonies? You mm-hmm. definitely are a sucker for kids songs. I am. <laughs> I just, that childlike glee and wonder just uh, appeals to me for some reason. You know, I'm just perpetually juvenile. I can't help it. <laughs> well, Ashley B brings the first one, which is the bare naked ladies, seven, eight, nine. Oh, the cattle have to live with eight lives now. Ronaldo will have to make do. Ever since 789 seems I've got an extra finger and an extra toe too. 789. Once upon a time in our solar system, we couldn't make do without nine. But Pluto's not a planet now, so eight'll do fine. Oh, the cattle have to do with eight lives now. The Chinese will be out of luck. Vampires will have to think of some other method, cause without their canines. How will they suck? 789 I mean we should really should confront cannibalism early in a child's life because otherwise how will they know not to eat each other mm-hmm. I truly enjoy the canine pun. <laughs> I know that their name has given bare naked ladies some like side eye for years and years because I mean it's really just hard to take that seriously. Mm-hmm. Oh, did they do the one week? 
Yeah, that was their uh, big breakthrough yeah. hit in America. Yeah. And, I mean, they are Canadian. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I know plenty of diehard fans who are, like, huge apologists for them because, yes, in America we don't, like, we don't take them seriously enough. Uh, during the cursory research, I did find that this is from an album called Snack Time uh, that they made for kids. And, wow, just how do you take a kid seriously when they ask to listen to Bare Naked Ladies? That's true. <laughs> just... All in all, interesting, and res- and I respect that they put 24 songs amount of work into an album that I would not That's have true. expected whatsoever. Uh, Rue's take on this? Amazing. It is a pretty amazing song, especially, mm-hmm. uh, you know, being geared towards a child mind, you know. Yeah. Uh, I've also long been a defender of the Bare Naked Ladies. Very clever lyricists, and they just have such a knack for catchy tunes, and are also somehow the only white dudes who found a way to incorporate rapping into their white boy <laughs> music in a way that doesn't seem to border on appropriation. So, obviously, we've all heard the joke about seven eating nine, and but I can honestly say I've never, like, considered the consequences of a world where nine is just gone forever. You know, cats have one less life. Pluto never has a chance to reclaim its status as the ninth planet. My favorite wordplay is definitely the vampires <laughs> would be out of luck because of their canines. Yep. It's just so silly and so perfect. Uh, I had no idea that Bare Naked Ladies put out a children's album, but I guess I got to hear the rest of it now. Yeah. Like, first of all, I bet that they might have put out more because it's been 11 years since it came Surely. out. Surely. So, but I, how, I want to know, did they have kids and that's what inspired them? I guess so. What if they didn't have kids and they put out a children's okay, album? Okay, that's just creepy. Yeah, so yeah. let's let's just pretend they I'm have gonna, kids. Yeah, they definitely have children. <laughs> and... <laughs> The bare naked ladies uh, are in the white van offering puppies. Woof. Uh, literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jeremy S. brings sweet staven chain teddy bears picnic. Why, if you go out in the woods today, you better not go alone. Yes, it's lovely out in the woods today, but much safer to stay at home. Forever, ever, ever, ever there was will gather about the sun because today's the day teddy bears have their picnic. Teddy bears eat people? I hope not. <laughs> Why can't we go into the woods? There's like this Monty Python jaunt going in the majority of this, and there's like some horns if I ever heard them. Actually, you know what? I went back and forth like Monty Python. Is this Mary Poppins? Hmm. Yeah, it's definitely got some of those like sort of weird kitschy elements. Yes. Uh, all these bears are so joyful, but ready to maul the shit out of you at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> and why the chipmunks come in and start attacking and just get murderous, I don't know. I'm kind of creeped. Uh, Ruse take, funny and good. It's both of those things. Yep. It seems like I've certainly heard some version of this before. Uh, I love the parade sounding old-timey horns and the snare drum cadence. Definitely gives the song an extra tinge of quaintness and cuteness. And who doesn't love the quirky sound of a tuba? <laughs> 
Uh, I also love the the chipmunky munchkin vocals in the later verses. Outside of Kanye West's use of like the sped up sort of chipmunk samplings in his early on his early records, that sort of aesthetic would be super silly and out of place on modern songs. But it works so well for stuff like this. Uh, it's also interesting to know that there's uh, actually a precedent for Yogi Bear being super into picnics and picnic baskets. Which came first, Yogi or the song? I. I'm going to guess this song surely outdates Yogi Bear. I don't know. The, the cover looked really old. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This may be some sort of weirdly anachronistic retro album that was put out in 2001. A lot of people do that. But <laughs> yeah. Surely this outdated uh, Yogi Bear cartoons. Definitely. Maybe. Possibly. Maybe they came around the same time. Tweet us. Yep. Bruce brought Green Jelly's Three Little Pigs. Made up of old cans and sticks. Then one day he was cranking up a Marley. Along came the wolf on his big bad Harley. Little pig, little pig, whack me in. Little pig, little pig, whack me in. Well, I'm hopping, I'm hopping, I'll blow your house in. Hopping, hopping, blow your house in. Hopping. And he says, what could awaken childlike innocence more than the tale of the three little pigs? How about being retold by a proto-sludge band with a members list a whole mile long? I love this rendition of the story. The creative imagery lends itself very well to the claymation music video as well. All in all, just a huge classic. This is a little intense. It has a bit of a Primus song. Not that I'm like a Promise aficionado, but mm-hmm. it sounds like it. I'm sure it's the same I can era. totally hear that. Yeah. Also, uh, well, it is definitely interesting that the piggies have employment, unemployment situations and like Rambo shows up. Yeah. <laughs> it just gets weird. I forgot about Rambo showing up. Yeah. Uh, Ruse take. It sounds like he is losing air. It's cool. Like, uh, I wonder if she means like the wolf sound yeah, like losing like, air as 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 each verse goes on he's just like he's got less air yeah yeah that was like we got to the end of the song and she's like sounds like he's losing air yeah, yeah. that's good yeah i had never noticed that but that's a cool little element for a child to notice especially mm-hmm. yeah i'll definitely never forget seeing this video when i was like in elementary school and becoming obsessed with it i was already a weird kid so seeing that classic story filtered through some weird noise rock and then setting it to that gnarly claymation just set me on a very particular path in life i think uh, and of course, it's just fun to do the silly pig voice and say, not by the hair of my chinny chin chin. But, you know, it's made a little cooler whenever teenage Tool fan Mitchell learned that one of the pig voices was done by Maynard from Tool and the drumming is Danny Carey from Tool. And if that doesn't do for it, do do it for you. The other pigs are Les Claypool from Primus. Hey! And Pauly Shore of all people. What? So, yeah, Gr- Green Jelly isn't like some super influential and seminal band overall, but this song definitely did a great job of kind of paving the way for heavy bands to get a little silly, which I'm definitely grateful for. I was about to ask if Maynard was in Primus, but, no. uh, you know, Maynard and Claypool sound kind of similar. Kind of? Maybe. I don't know. And how about this? Because I dated John mm-hmm. and he loved both Tool and Primus. Yeah, sure. There's some connective tissue between the two, yeah, surely. Yeah, they they both had 
sweatshirts that were black. That's true. That's an accurate <laughs> statement. Yes. Um, Zachary brings the Flaming Lips Christmas at the zoo. the noisiness of the flaming lips but somehow it doesn't come across as just like chaos and noise uh, many pedals are used for sure uh we spend so much time telling kids not to do stuff this is like if kids got to do all uh, like let all the critters out and romp safely around with them whistles always make songs joyful and somehow they made this christmasy chord progression wise which is like hard um ruse take great yeah just great <laughs> it's like great only great is yeah. all i have to say mm-hmm uh, the Flaming Lips are another band who has just tons of songs in their catalog that could double as children's songs. This one's one of my favorite. Uh, you got the Christmas vibes. You got the cute animal zoo vibes. You got the rebellious vibe of like setting the animals free along with the plot twist that the animals don't really want to leave. And then you just tie it all together with that joyous party and flame, Flaming Lips vibe. And then you add whistling solo. I know. Yeah, just a perfect jam. This is a great submission. Yeah, I just, I, I find so much joy in it. I really was trying to get, like, Ella to, like, give me more Yeah, give me a little more from this one. Maybe another listen would have. Yeah, maybe. Jody brought Peter, Bjorn, and John. I wish I was a spy. I wish. She says, Yo Gabba Gabba, a kid's show for millennial parents, has so many choices. All weird. I'm not familiar with Yo Gabba Gabba, although I did shelve books at BAM that were Yo Gabba Gabba. Uh, Rue doesn't watch too much TV except for like Pokemon, MLP, Mario, Sonic, and various other 80s, 90s cartoons. Um, I'm intrigued if the show's episode theme was spy related. Like... Were there always, like, themes, and then they had, like, a guest band make it? Yeah, I don't know. No, no. I never watched it, like, all the way through either, but... I feel like you have to be stoned to watch it. 
Yeah, I mean, I've certainly seen it under those circumstances. Okay. Did it, like, keep your imagination? Absolutely. Lots of colors and flashing yeah, lights. Yeah, absolutely. And bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a good song. Rue's take on it, strange. It is strange. It's yeah. Got, it's got, like, that uncertainty, spy, sneaky kind of yeah. vibe to it, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yo Gabba Gabba is such a blessing. I'm not a parent, but I've been around enough parents to see how much, you know, kids love that show. And, and the show creators try to ensure that parents are having fun, too, and aren't, like, completely annoyed. Uh, the song's super catchy and fun, and there's so many other great musical stars, like, the guest stars on the show. Uh, Lowe has been on the show, the Aquabats, the Shins, Devo of Montreal, just, like, so many more. Uh, and the songs are always super creative and, and avoid the, like, really annoying crap that usually pervades kids' music and makes it unbearable to the parents. So not only does it keep parents from pulling their hair out, but it also exposes kids to, like, a huge range of great music and some wholesome messages. You know, every kid wants to be a spy and, and have that, that weird fantasy, so. I think it's like the tiny camera. Yeah, exactly. I totally want that. Yeah, I remember watching Harriet the Spy. Did you ever see that movie? And I was like, oh, dude, I'm a spy. Now. I got a notebook and a pencil, and I'm just going to write down everything I see now. I think I remember the one where, like, they go to, um like, the Louvre or somewhere in Italy. Sure. It's like, and Bologna or Bologna or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Some, something about that. And then, like, figuring out this, like, sculpture was, like, by Michelangelo or something like that. I, but that's I not Learning here. things, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Courtney brings Kimia Dawson's Alphabet. A is for apple, B is for butt, C is for cat, but D is for doo-doo, E is for elephant doo-doo, F is for fart, G is for gorilla fart, H is for huge gorilla fart, I is for eyeball, J is for jammies, K is for kid fart, L is for loud and long farts, M is for monkey butt, N is for saying night, night to neat, go at nap time, O is for O, P is for panda, peeing and pooping in her potty, while papa plays peekaboo, Q is for cuber, R is for robotic monkey, who's going to take over the world s is for stinky t is for turd u is for v is for flying v w is for wee wee x exactamundo y is for yucky and yummy and you and z is for farts that smell like the zoo she says dude kimia dawson this entire album and so much more of her stuff fits this perfectly I love Kimia Dawson every day. This has like the innocence that all her songs carry, and I just love her. But there's like more fart jokes, which you don't right. expect. Like the, Juno didn't have that many fart jokes. Rue's take, that was funny. And funny indeed. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was I was so excited for all of our submissions, but I have to admit that Courtney bringing Kimia Dawson to the table was probably my favorite uh, because her solo records are indeed perfect for this theme. Uh, and I probably wouldn't have pulled Kimya Dawson without Courtney's prompting. Kimya Dawson uh, was half of the band The Moldy Peaches, has also been featured on the show before for her work with the rapper Aesop Rock under the name The Uncluded. Uh, her solo records, though, are just so beautiful and poignant and childlike. Uh, this is the title track off her album called Alpha Butt. Uh, and it was actually intended to be an album for of kids' songs, but I'm actually more familiar with the previous album, which was called Remember That I Love You, Aww. which has a lot of the same like childlike glee and simplicity as this album, but she just tackles a few more adult concepts lyrically and like says some dirty words from time to time. But all of her solo work is just incredible, so if you like this kitschy sound, definitely check out this album, Alphabet, the previous record called Remember That I Love You. I'm so excited to revisit them because <laughs> I haven't jammed them in like 10 years, so definitely going to be hooked on some Kimya Dawson for the next couple weeks. I rewatch some Juno. I might rewatch Juno. It's been a while. I love that. At movie. least listen to the soundtrack. Cause... It's so good. 
Justin W. brings ages and ages do the right thing. song I play and sing for my kids. It's incredibly simple and powerful in its message and I honestly try to live by it myself. And it is joyous. With the rounds and repetitions, the hand claps and perfect use of additional instrumentation, it's so catchy that you'll want to do the right thing too. Justin W. is such a dad. He is. He really. uh, Yeah, this is literally what we have to say all the time as parents. Like, come on, be considerate, kids. But this song is much less preachy and more enjoyable than my exasperated parent voice. It gets straight exuberant. Ruse take. Informational. (laughs) Do the right thing. I've been informed to do the right thing, and now I know. Uh, yeah, I think this is another pretty much perfect submission, both musically and thematically. It's kind of aimed at being equally appropriate to adults and kids. Uh, of course, the harmonies and the background vocals are perfection, giving you that feeling of uh, being in a big group of supportive friends and family and keeping each other on the right track. And the uber catchy melody and the rounds and the repetition make sure that that message sticks with you indefinitely after the song ends. I'll definitely have this one stuck in my head for the rest of the day for sure. <sighs> You're going to do the right thing? I am always going to do the right thing, and I'm going to do it for Justin W. and ages and ages. Because everybody struggles. Right, everybody struggles. Everybody struggles. Johnny brings Ween's Ocean Man. Ocean Man, crust of a town I've never met a child or adult that doesn't love this one. Is this Jimmy Buffett for children? I mean, maybe. This definitely has uh, some Buffetty vibes, I think. Yeah, it's got something like ocean- oceanic, yeah, I It's guess. very oceanic, yeah. indeed. Dakota started humming along and smiling with glee, and although I've never heard it before, I do still like it, uh, he, he became overjoyed, and like he was like, I know this, I know this, what is this? And I was like, um... 
Ween? He's like, yes! I used to listen <laughs> to this in middle school all the time. So um, it has this like lovely beat in the story, too, and there's themes of a superhero. Uh, I should probably know who Ween is. The guitar effects really add some playfulness to the song that is hard for a noodle guitar to do. Um, the repetition adds to the childlike playfulness of the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about uh, Rue's take on this one? What does she say? Weird. Yeah, yeah, it is pretty weird. Yep. Uh, Ween's one of those bands several of my friends are super deep into, and they have this, like, really immersive cult following, but I haven't, like, committed to the rabbit hole just yet. Uh, Not unlike a band like They Might Be Giants, Ween refuses to stick to a single genre. They often write songs that sound so simplistic and easy to conceive, but they're ultimately way more complex and imaginative than you might actually, you know, initially think. Uh, I'll probably eventually quit procrastinating and join the Ween cult in earnest, but as a fringe member, I already know how insanely prolific and creative those dudes are, and I can confidently suggest that everyone else take the leap of faith with me. I know that we've got to have like, had Ween on before. Surely. I imagine probably something off of this album. Yeah. I don't um, know. Like, I'm pretty sure definitely I've well, typed in Ween before. Yeah. So. If, if you're a Ween fan out there, what you should do is... Pick a weird Ween song and then decide what theme that could possibly fit. <laughs> Submit your song with we, the theme. Yeah. And, and then we'll we have can a Ween just, theme. I don't know. A Ween theme? A Ween theme. I don't it know. I, like I just like Ween dings. Yeah, I heard the, the rhyme in my head and I just had to say it out loud <laughs> to or else it was going to bounce around. It, yeah. Uh, well, if you have anything to add, like especially if we've gotten some stuff wrong, uh, you can tweet at us. I'm at Pow I Gotcha. And I'm at Madam Woolite. And the show is at E&D Pod. Facebook, Earbuds and Earworms podcast group. It's just easy. Just go ahead and join. Yeah. Just do it. Just do join it. Join up and mm-hmm. uh, see the theme each week. Submit mm-hmm. some songs. Yeah. It'll be Maybe a Maybe we'll pick yours. Uh, the voicemail line is 731-400-BUDS or... 731-400-2837. I, I should make you count more often. <laughs> <laughs> I like doing both ways. I like it's them so both. good. Um, you can email... E- and epod at gmail.com please no more telling me that the squarespace uh that you need my credit card information yeah. for squarespace renewal and pretending like i don't have yeah Our I'm warranties not, are good i'm Our... not falling for the scams i'm not you can't make me or you can send me like a fake scam email we did get the email from that uh prince in nigeria oh and yeah that, that one looked pretty promising yeah i'm actually following up with him yeah we can get some money for the show i think yeah i think so invest uh, yeah Definitely. Uh, you can find the show online, endpod.com. Uh, it's part of the 10710 Network. Now, before you introduce this final song, I do have I do have Ruth's take. Yeah. <laughs> she says, okay, it's okay. So the song that, uh, <laughs> that Ruth thinks is okay, just okay, is uh, the free design. Uh, their song, Kites Are Fun. So, yeah, Brandon submitted the theme this week. So uh, we're going to let him, you know, close out the show. This is definitely a great example. Um, yeah, the free designs, kites are fun. It's just a fun, poppy, bubblegummy jam. No ulterior motives or messages. It's so intense just to make you feel happy and up- uplifted and, and maybe motivated to get out into the sun and enjoy nature with some friends and family. Uh, the free design has so many other perfect examples of this in their catalog. So hopefully you'll be compelled to, to search a few more after hearing this breezy gem. Kites are fun. By the free design.
So. <clears throat> Start back. I'm working <laughs> too far into it. Yeah. It's like. <clears throat> 